Hello, and welcome to Techie Tanner. Today's podcast is going to be a little bit different than usual. Instead of going for the normal route where I talk about technology that that exists today and how it can evolve into something amazing in the future, I'm going to have one set topic for today that I will just talk about. And it's a real big passion of mine, building computers. I know when people think of building computers that they think it's the most expensive thing to do other than purchasing a house and a car and all those other things in life. But to be quite honest, it can cost you an arm and a leg if you want something that is high end. But if you want something that just does common tasks such as browsing the internet, watching videos, you can get something pretty cheap. If you want something that is going to play all video games at 60 frames per second at the highest resolution, you may need to look into specs. You may need to look a little bit more into what that certain game requires. My greatest suggestion, if you're interested in getting a PC for a particular game or sets of games, I would suggest looking at the suggested PC parts or specs that your PC would need to operate it. If you are curious where to find such thing, if you have a Steam account, you can actually go to most games and scroll down all the way on the page, and there it'll say basic requirements and suggested requirements. For my first PC, I actually used a similar build to that of a friend of mine. The only parts that I actually altered for the setup was the CPU, RAM, and power supply, I believe. Again, that was about five to six, I believe actually five years ago when I actually built it the first time, so excuse me if my memory is slightly foggy. But putting it together was actually the easier part of the job. Just making sure that everything is compatible with each other can be quite tedious. I'm not going to go into too much depth about how to find out if something is compatible, but I would suggest looking at videos. And if you really have the need to build a computer, or the desire, I should say, to build a computer, and you don't want to go through all the nitty gritty looking at specs and comparing each one to the other one and making sure they're compatible, I suggest looking at a website called PC Part Picker. It is a great website. Say you want to have a specific graphics card. You wanted a 1080 GeForce blah 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 graphics card. Click that sucker and then it will give you a motherboard that is compatible and then it'll find you RAM and the CPU that are compatible with the setup and it just makes everything easier. But back to my first PC. It is quite nerve-wracking but is also kind of easy to put together your first PC. And if you want to think about it in a weird way, building a PC is similar to that of putting together an extremely and somewhat delicate puzzle. But anyways, I ended up putting together this really expensive puzzle, and when I first went to boot it up, it, it, it just didn't go. And that got me really worried, like that sunk my heart. I was all excited, I was ready to download all these games, play it, and then I asked a friend to come by. Turns out I actually had two wires mixed around that really didn't mess up the system. Like, you gotta be careful with the wires though, you don't wanna be mix-mashing them, you wanna, you wanna make sure they're in the right spot. I just got two wires mixed around that just would not allow it to run, and that was my bad. Then, within the month, I noticed that my computer was also getting constant 
blue screens. That is something you never want to see from a new PC, something that you first build. It said something along the line of memory, blah, blah, blah. It was basically telling me that my RAM was actually acting up. There was an issue with my RAM. And for people who don't know, RAM stands for random access memory, just a little thing. I know some people have classes over computer specs, so there you go. RAM, random access memory. But I had faulty RAM, which really made it a big issue because it kept causing a constant blue screen and I didn't realize this until I asked one of my friends if I could trade out if I could swap RAM with him for a bit just to see if I would get a blue screen from it and immediately I just knew I just could feel a difference. It was just like my nerd sense was tingling. I could just tell that it was just working fine and it was it actually worked fine didn't have any more blue screens due to memory i'll say that there was some blue screen more blue screens down the road but it was just simple fixes from there on wasn't any hardware that was actually messed up but i got the issue fixed and it is working wonderful now you can actually for people who want to know i know this might be a tad late but if you are looking to build a pc you actually can run a pc with a motherboard ram cpu power supply you don't even need the GPU. If your motherboard has an integrated GPU, which some do, you can go without actually buying a GPU. I know a friend who did that route could play some games at kind of lower resolution, so if you're wanting to get it for a gaming scenario, don't do that. Get a GPU. Trust me, it's wonderful. But those were my hiccups with my first PC. Now along came my second PC, my newer baby, which I got about, oh, just the beginning of August of 2017. I actually splurged a little bit more than my previous PC. And if you'd like to know estimated prices, the first PC I built was around 1400 dollars i would like to say and i worked my butt off for that let me just say and then my second pc that baby costed a couple extra hundred more you know five years difference technology might is going to be a little bit more expensive and i also went for more of higher tier stuff this time around and so i ended up spending maybe close to one thousand seven hundred dollars couple extra hundred more yeah i know some people are like why would you do that it, people have their things and this is my thing but my second pc I got it working beautifully, got everything put together until got to my CPU. When I was getting ready to install everything for my CPU, I got the CPU put in, got it nice and clamped on, and then I was getting ready to put my cooler on top of it. I first proceeded to put thermal paste on top of the CPU so that it could create a nice even coating for the cooler. But the heat is distributed evenly so that the CPU is evenly cooled. My first PC, I didn't have to worry about thermal paste. The thermal paste actually came pre-applied to the cooler, which is kind of co a common occurrence for coolers, but it's not always. But back to my story on the thermal paste, I actually put just a tad too much. You're actually sp supposed to put about a pea size amount on top of the CPU and then spread it out nice and evenly. I ended up putting a couple pea sizes on accident because I didn't realize how much it would actually spread. I'm still new to the whole PC building thing, so these are rookie mistakes that I've made. And I actually freaked out so much because I actually had thermal paste getting around the CPU, the main actual CPU, the ice. 7 blah 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 and I was worried that it would somehow mess up the CPU if the thermal paste was around it so I was like panicking I was freaking out and I am typically a cool cucumber I, nothing really tends to bother me but when I'm working with something 
that is really expensive and I mess up a simple thing like that, oh boy does that just freaking me out. But I proceeded to carefully remove the excess thermal paste without removing my CPU. I didn't want to have to get, I didn't want any thermal paste underneath the CPU. If you get anything underneath the CPU, that could cause major issues. So I left it there, I left it clamped down, and I proceeded to gently remove as much of the thermal paste around it that I could. So remember, if you are planning on building a PC, make sure just add a tiny little pea size of thermal paste on your CPU, not a massive amount. It turned out everything was fine. I didn't mess up anything on my CPU. Everything worked properly. I booted it up, got the OS installed, and everything else installed that I needed to for my newer PC, and I have yet to get a single blue screen. On my first PC, I probably got 12 blue screens within the first three months or less time after I put it together. Sort of a random thing to mention is that make sure you discharge or make sure you touch a random metal pole or anything like that before you're messing with your motherboard, GPU, RAM, anything in particular that is your PC parts. Or getting one of those fancy clips that you can wrap around your wrist that can attach to your case to ground you so that you don't shock any of your pieces because that could damage them. Just a random thing to put in there. Oh and also another random thing, make sure you have a bunch of fans on you. And I say this because building your first ever PC will be nerve-wracking if you are doing it by yourself. You will sweat bullets, trust me. I was actually afraid I was going to be soaking the motherboard in sweat, so I had to like lean back while also like putting everything in and it was such an awkward thing. It was so awkward. Again, if you're wanting a PC for just surfing the internet, viewing videos, or anything just general, not resource intensive tasks such as video games or editing videos or anything along those lines then you could probably go with a pre-built PC that you can get at one of your local stores I'm not gonna mention any names but you can get pre-built PCs that function they work for the bare necessities and they're good for that but if you are wanting to make your own PC put your own parts together do the research look up videos look up top 10 mistakes that PC builders do when they first built their PCs so you can learn it's a learning experience. And also another suggestion, do not go straight out of the gate with a $5,000 PC that you wanna make. Even though that's catchy, that sounds fancy, I'm gonna be honest, that sounds way too expensive for a single PC, unless you have a particular task that is really, 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 really intense that you need all that fancy equipment to. Like, you need a motherboard that has a dual CPU slots and uh, an extensive expansion for RAM, double the slots that a normal motherboard would have, for GPUs, I don't know. If you, I guess, in a sense, if you wanted to do like cryptocurrency mining, I've seen some of those builds and they get pretty intense. If you do not want to go through all the annoying tasks of searching through all the parts, making sure they're all compatible with each other and everything like that, again, I suggest checking out PC Part picker.com. For my first PC, when I wanted to exchange some parts, I had to do it the tedious way of just checking everything to make sure it worked, making sure everything was compatible, and that took some time. But once you know what you're looking for, it's easy. For all those who are actually planning on building a PC, I wish you the best of luck with that and have 
a blast doing it. I'm a nerdy, I'm a really nerdy dude, and I had a blast building my PCs. I know I may sound like I'm over-exaggerating, but it is a certain thrill that you get when messing with kind of expensive equipment. But do feel free to send me pictures of your builds or even the link on PC Part Picker to show me what parts you're actually planning on getting. I find these things interesting to see like each person's take on a build because everyone does something a little bit differently. My name is Techie Tanner. Thank you again for tuning into today's podcast. I wish you all the best of luck with everything and good night, good day, whatever time it is where you live and until next time. Bye.